Welcome, everyone, to episode 14, 15 of, of, of Best and Friends. Yeah, 16. Six, it's totally 16. I knew that. I was testing you to make sure. Because, Glenn, you got a new toy, don't you? What? <laughs> you mean well, I, I was, Reaper? Yeah, Reaper. It's dope. It's totally not the Overwatch character, though. I mean, I don't think it is. It probably doesn't even act like that character. It's as unless, dark like, and you... foreboding as it. Is it? It is. It's super dark, and that's the default theme. Usually, you need to get like a night mode for programs to be like all dark and gray and scary, and gotta get that cool skin for it. But you don't even need that. Its default is the cool skin. That's when you know you're set for life. When the default is the cool skin. So, so we've been playing with Reaper, the audio recording uh, intimidation software, and it's terrifying. <laughs> well, for for you, it's terrifying. For me, it was a little mind numbing because I haven't used it in a long time, and I was like, "Just use this. It's better than fucking Audacity. Fuck Audacity." Except I realized that if you've never used anything else, it's not that easy. So I apologize, but we got it all working, right? It took a half hour of watching videos on YouTube and a half hour of begging Dean for help, but we got it, dude. You you had fun. You had fun watching those boring videos by the guy that sounds like William Shatner when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a lot cooler if I if I played a musical instrument since everything is musician focused. There's no love for the voices. Bro, you have no idea, man. You have no fucking idea. Like no one gives any shits about that. But I, I it is what it is. Uh, you, uh, you know, do do the best you can with what you got. And I, I mean, Reaper's really cool. If anyone wants to check it out, I they have free trial. You know, two months. And even if you want to buy it, it's sixty bucks. It's not like four hundred dollars like most recording programs. They have a free so. trial, but you have to pay for loot boxes if you want different skins. Yeah, yeah, I'm really holding out for the uh, the just the thong. I want the thong skin. <laughs> summertime that, that's my Reaper. favorite. So, summertime Reaper skin. So yeah, that uh, that's interesting. Don't they have a skin in Overwatch when Reaper's not wearing a uh, a mask? Well, it's it's from the before times before he got all fucked up and turned into a nanobot grim dark edge lord. <sighs> He's an edge lord. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so that's that's enough about that. Let's uh, let's go talk about some uh, some games. I got some stuff to talk about. We're staying away from news this week, uh, unless you uh, have anything you want to talk about real qu- uh, quick, Glenn. Nope, let's do it. Let's go into it. All right, so Mario and Rabbids came out. I think we talked about it like really briefly last month. It might have been right before it came out. No, last week. Uh, we yeah, I think we just were like, yeah, I got it. It's good. And you were like, "All right, it's good." And so then we then we went on with life, but uh, it's out and it's it's an awesome mashup. It's it's Mario, it's Rabbids, it's everything you've ever wanted in life, and I couldn't have asked for anything more. Anyway, in between those two, that was like the best that it was gonna get. No, so, no one, yeah. no one ever was like, you know, those Rabbids guys, those crazy little scamps. Let's throw Mario in with them. No one ever. But, you know, I could have sworn someone said that that was a good idea at one point. But if you said it wasn't, I mean, I, I believe you, man. I believe you. It 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 wasn't a good idea, which kind of just makes it a greater success story. Yeah, yeah, that it even had any chances of getting past, like, develop, like, even an idea is something amazing. But what we wanted to talk about was other gaming mashups that we think could work, like Mario Rabbids did. So... Glenn, uh, why, don't, why don't you give us your uh, your first, your top, your tippy top choice for uh, 
what you think would be a good mashup. All right, I'm going to go for the low-hanging fruit, the okay. easiest of the easiest choices. And I think Lara Croft and Nathan Drake would have a heck of an adventure together, murdering All right. everyone. I mean, are we are we talking about like Edgelord Lara Croft that like she gets almost annihilated in e- like every game she's in now, where like she got almost like brutally almost murdered in the first game, just like Nathan that Drake. Lara Croft. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought we were talking about like sex symbol Lara Croft from uh, from the PS One eras. No, she's she's done. Are you no kink, more? Are you kink shaming? With the uh, no, I mean I I love that kink. Lara Croft that. That's my that's my favorite Lara Croft, but <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people remember that one anymore. I I mean it, she's definitely a different kind of character nowadays. She's she's definitely a lot more Nathan Drake, which is why I, I think they could have one crazy co-op couch co-op adventure together. Let's do it. Let's Glenn. Let's make that game right now. But think of how many people would die. Like everyone, everyone always jokes about. Nathan Drake. They're all bad just... guys. Who cares? <laughs> I guess that's it's fine. Just make them Nazis or something, and you know, like the good old days of video games. I like your reasoning. Just make them Nazis. <laughs> just, it's fine. Fuck them. I mean, who needs them? T- things were simpler back then. You didn't need elaborate stories. It, it was a simpler time. You yes. needed a high score. You needed a quarter, and you needed Nazis to kill. I mean, I absolutely agree with that. Whenever there were Nazis to kill, they they were killed. There was there was nothing left. Uh, so uh, before we go on, I I was actually just thinking about uh, like how difficult the original Tomb Raider games were when I like we were growing up, like on the PS One. They they were not easy games. Like I remember playing that, and I think it was just because like controls and stuff weren't as tight back then. Like. That game almost had tank controls. Oh, from it did. What I remember. It had tank controls, yeah. and also I had no idea where to go. So the only fun I ever had in those games was running around the mansion. I think in Tomb Raider Two, and trying to dive into the pool in crazy different ways because I had no idea what to do. I remember fighting a bear at some point. Uh, it's, there was like a tiger early on too, and I think that would always kill me. Yeah, the games are games are hard, man. I mean, even Resident Evil was hard, but that's that's one game I want to talk about. So what if we were gonna match, yeah, exactly. I'm dude. I'm the king of segways. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even have. I don't own a segway. So I'm. How could I be the king of it? Uh, so I think what would be. I want to get crazy, Glenn. I want to get real fucking crazy. I want Pokemon and Resident Evil. <laughs> Boom. I want zombie Pokemon. I, I want all the zombie Pokemon. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell so, me that would that would be a bad not, choice. You're not wrong at all. Although it's a little on the nose. It's a little Shin Megami Tensei. And, but, I mean, come on. You could you could have, like, Nurse Jenny be, like, part of the Stars team. Or not not uh, Officer Jenny. I'm thinking of Nurse Joy. Right. But Officer Jenny be a part of the Stars team and shit. And she's got, like, her Growlithe and stuff. But then he gets bitten. And then he turns into a hulking, like, monster fucking whatever. And instead of shooting fire, he shoots slime. Or, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but So so the, the Pokemon trainers are fighting against the zombie invasion is what you're getting at? Yes. But the Pokemon can be turned into zombies. Okay. But they're not owned by anyone, and you can't catch them. Yes. I like that. Survival I like where this horror is going. Pokemon. Dude, let's do it. Let's let's fucking cut, print. We'll we'll send this over to Nintendo. Uh, Capcom will do the crossover. Let's get some T-shirts printed out and stuff. I mean, I did I tell you I actually have a uh, – uh, uh, God, what do they call that? Um, a ROM hack. 
of a, I think it's Pokemon Sapphire, and it's with uh, zombie Pokemon. That's no, you have not told me that. What's it called? It's really, it's good really name? badly done. Uh, yeah, it's Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Pokemon T virus. No, no, no. It's like Wormwood or something weird like that. Uh, you know, hang on. It's like so, right above ooh, me. Hang wait, tight. wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing like the, the, the money opportunities are, are crazy here. We call the Pokemon Go people and the Zombie Run people. We get them talking. The, like it, it, the, the millions ideas of dollars, themselves. man. Millions of dollars. All right. So the game is Pokemon Snakewood. Pokemon Snakewood. That's not even a good name for a zombie game. No, it sounds like something you'd call like Drugs. the crossover for Supernatural and Pokemon, not yeah, not Resident <laughs> Evil and Pokemon. That totally sounds like a a, a Warner Brothers show on the C- not Warner Brothers uh, a, a show on the CW that used to be Warner Brothers, but they went and fucking ruined that for me. There's no Montgomery J. Frog anymore. My next mashup is a uh, Supernatural and Pokemon crossover where you capture pretty angels. No, stop it! And make stop them fight. It. No, and fall in love. No, no. And then you write fanfic. You about stop it. The Pokemon Brothers. You stop it. No. <laughs> no. And then everyone fucking dies that they love. And then and then they die, but they keep coming back. And the show never fucking ends. And the CW keeps making money hand over fist because we support them dying over and over and over. Man, there's a lot of, like, angel and devil murder in that show. Like, it's, there sure it's extreme. Yeah, man. That, that show's nuts. Like, I was into it for, like, five seasons and like after just the dad like spoilers cuz it's i'm <laughs> i'm going to spoil the shit like the dad fucking dies and and then like their their impromptu dad dies and fucking everyone dies and everyone they love is just is just fucking chop meat for the devil murdering machine that they are and is uh they're on, oh they're my on like god, season, that show's heart They're on like season 82 now, so I think it's fine. That show also has a comic series too, I believe. Really? Uh, Buffy also has a comic series that was running up until not too long ago, which I found surprising. It continued the seasons. Right. I'm not a huge Buffy fan, but Michelle is, and she was super excited when I uh, told her that was a thing. All right, quick hot take, because you reminded me, because I saw super, you said Supernatural. Fuck okay, Facebook. Right. Because... Facebook is now blatant with any and all spoilers in all of the advertisements. And with the fucking automatic playing video, you're just scrolling down. And you're like, oh, there's a spoiler from Supernatural because that's what they put in their advertisements now. Or you're scrolling down. And you're like, oh, Game of Thrones stuff. Who's dead now? And it just fucking oh, auto plays. I, I was going to ask. I was like, Glenn. Do you watch Supernatural? I don't, but I don't want spoilers out the ass. That's sure. No, that's fair. I mean, uh, th- yeah, totally. I I agree. I fucking agree with that. But that I'm, is I'm, a good thing. I was scrolling through Facebook yesterday, and it was like Supernatural. Look who's dead this time. And and I don't need that. I don't need that in my life because it does. They do it for everything now. And I'm definitely not interested in Supernatural Facebook. So add that to your algorithm and fuck off. All right. All right. What's I, the next like mashup? <laughs> Okay, um, this is one that was actually, like, kind of, I don't, I, I sort of teased, I guess. This was uh, Sonic and Bubsy. That was <laughs> almost a thing. Like, um, when the Sonic Forces trailer came out, uh, people were like, 
who who's that mysterious third character? Who could it be? And people are like, it's fucking Bubsy. Look at those ears. Look at those pointy fucking ears. Look at that shape. That's fucking Bubsy. Now, I knew that that was the longest of long shots because who the fuck would put Bubsy as their secret character in uh, a new fucking Sonic game? Like, that, that's just... You're asking for failure at that point. So... Uh, for people who don't know, it ended up being they have a create a character option now in Sonic Forces, and that was an example of a create a character model. So, all right, whatever, that's cool. Yeah, you know, cop out, I guess. But yeah, Sonic and Bubsy, I want it. I, 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 when people were saying it, the more they said it, the more I wanted it. Not because I actually wanted to play the game, but it would have been so bad. It would have been great to make fun of. Are you just trying to give yourself a heart attack from stress? Like, what are you doing to yourself, Dean? Okay, listen. I got got a confession to make. So, two... No, last week, uh, Chris from the Stone Age Gamer podcast messaged me and it was with a link. It didn't say anything. It was just the link. And I asked what this was, and he didn't say anything. So I clicked on it, and it was a pre-order link to the new Bubsy Special Edition. No. What? Hold on. What is yeah, this? Yeah, for PS4. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, let, let me... I, a, you know, a brand I'll, new I'll show game? you the link. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. This, this is <laughs> This is something that uh, they talked about, like, pretty much... Either right before or right after we did the pain in the assathon. So let, let me see if I can bring it up. It's, it's... I'm going to blame you. You brought the Bubsy hype back. I brought the Bubsy. <laughs> Do not blame me for they what that like, fucking. They were like, look how many did. people are watching this dude play Bubsy. It's so popular. <laughs> yeah, so the special edition was 40 bucks. And where are you? are in that window. Let me. Let me get over to this window. Uh, chat box. Uh-oh. There you go. Boop. There you go. A little something for you to pre-order when you feel like it. Uh, I'll get right on not doing that. Oh, no. You should totally get right to do Dude, we got to play Bubsy. It's it's Nero Automata and then Bubsy. That's another crossover that we need. Nero Automata and Bubsy. <laughs> it's just Bubsy asking why he's alive. Bubsy asking what his purpose in life is. Exactly. Bubsy and it's in a to pass really the hot butter. gothic Lolita outfit. There you go. It's pr- see, <laughs> I I don't see what the problem is. This literally sells itself. I mean, have have you seen? You saw? Okay, here's another crossover, which happened. Uh, Sonic and Persona, because there are no. now personas. No, you I saw mean, they the, already were. You personas, saw that, but uh, yeah, right, but you saw the the. The fucking uh, what was they the, gave the pre-order bonuses? They gave Sonic a Joker skin from P five from Persona five, and they gave him human hands. Oh, it's They're so weird. Creepy. It's so weird. Um, did you see the other skins? I know. I, why would I seek that out when you showed me the most horrifying one from the start? Uh, I don't know. Uh, self mutilation. That's let not me. me. me that's that's your it. stick. I'm all about uh, that, that is, self yeah. depression, and you're all about making yourself as angry as possible. Look, it works. It it just I I my heart's probably exploded about seven thousand times. I'm beginning to think I'm immortal. There is no heart left. I don't need it, oh. so it's fine. Heart's a muscle. You just work it out, make it stronger. 
perfect. Mine is made of steel then. All right, so Sonic Forces pre-order. Because right, well, I'm going to show you now. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Why are you subjecting me to this nightmare? Uh, because I need someone to see it. Ugh. It was You only saw the one. I need you to see all of them, okay? It's not my fault you only decided to look at Actually, it is your fault, because if you did look at all of them, I wouldn't have to show you these right now. Why right? would you, you give image. Sonic human hands? Uh, and while we're on the subject, the why devil. did they turn Sonic into a werehog and give him stretchy arms like Lanky Kong, the worst of all Kongs? That's a good question. One on which I don't have an answer for. Also, uh, the sweet, sweet game that comes out November 7th comes with an awesome controller skin. It's literally just an explosion with Sonic on it. <laughs> you see it? Because it looks like shit. Wait, who's that bat? With the, Is that a bat on the, the I don't, right? Uh, it's, it's a new bad guy. Bat, oh. bat the, it's Bat the Bat. Bat the Bat, bat, the bat, bat. hog. All right, so we've there got go. we've got uh, Jet Set Radio that looks that looks all right. That that's kind of in my head the same like level of attitude as Sonic. There's the terrifying Joker with the human hands, and all right, they didn't even. Uh, this is this is a disgusting Joker's like theme is red, and there's no red on this outfit. Michelle said the same exact thing that he's not even wearing the gloves he's that not he even normally red. wears. Well, why uh, give him human hands if he wears gloves? It's so... What are you doing, Sega? All right, there's a Poyo Poyo, which looks fine, whatever. Wait, there's... wait, what, what does the character say, though? T- tell me, it just says, hat. <laughs> hat. I didn't notice that. It just says Poyo Poyo hat. I wish this was a video podcast now. Uh, there's. I'm going to skip this one because I want to talk. Knights is okay. It's hat and outfit. Uh, it just looks like the knight's character. It doesn't look special at all. And then there's this tall ass puberty super monkey ball monkey that is going to his first day of junior high school and is super excited to be there and is gonna get stuffed in a toilet. Yeah, you know who needed to be in this game? That's not Bubsy. No, Shenmue. <laughs> Fucking miss the boat. They have a game that's on a Kickstarter right now. Why isn't this something that they thought of? Why Why are we thinking of their selling points put, for the game? Put Shenmue in and make him the only character whose face doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, did you see that trailer? That was, uh, that was something. Okay, hold was on. Something, hold something on. not good. Stay on the Sonic. Uh, mm-hmm. look, look at the mm-hmm. box art for Sonic Forces. Everyone at home. There's two Sonics right next to each other. So there's clones going on now. There's also oh, nerd-ass Sonic, like blue Power Ranger Sonic. No, I think teal. that's supposed to be like the, the creative character one because they had a red version of that in the um the the trailer. They made him look so nerdy. Well, the, the one in the... um. The trailer was like super extreme. He was red. He was he was awesome. He's flying around. Shit. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't any of those things. I'm lying. <laughs> um, well, the the other Sonic is all right. So th- the way they they do this, which they've done once or twice now. Uh, once they did that in Sonic. Um, fuck, I can't remember the name of the game. The one anyway. The one where there's old Sonic and new Sonic. The one that's next what? to. Angsty Sonic, yeah, dude. Uh, the the littler one is 1990s Sonic with the little belly and stuff, and he gets angsty when you make him wait for things. And the one in the center 
is new Edgelord Sonic, which is like everything's dark and there's explosions and I gotta go fast and I need Butt Rock to get me there. I want to get that's off. that Sonic. I want to get off Sonic Team's Wild Ride. What? Okay, I, I was gonna say. Well, they made a good game, but they didn't make a good game. They hired hackers who made a good game out of shitty games, and then they made Sonic Mania. So I can't even give Sonic Team credit for shit, and I, I refuse because this will be worse than Sonic Mania. And when it is, I hope they all get fucking fired. Every single one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone needs to be taught a lesson, Glenn, and if it takes a mass culling, so be it. Because you know what? Square Enix did that, and look what happened to Final Fantasy XIV after that. Became a bestseller. Number one yeah, MMO. It's true. Exactly. Like, you, you, can't, you can't go wrong with that. And they literally were begging at the like feet of the people that bought the game. They were like, we are sorry. Here is free time. We will fix this. Give us time. And yeah, they did. They made good on their promise. All right, let's let's bring this back around to other gaming mashups. Uh, I, th- I think I have a. I think I have one that's going to knock it out of the park. Uh, let's mash up Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, all right, I'm I'm about it. And Rock Band, and go on a you want to you want to bring back Rock Band a Oof. world tour with the best boy band in. I don't know, Gaia or something to play for crystals at the hottest venues. uh, Machina stages. Oh no. Oh, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) I'm going to throw up all over the keyboard. Uh, so you're you're bas- you basically want to bring back the theater rhythm thing, but like just may- way more like fucking punk. Yes, and they, but they have to go hard on the like telling the story of these okay, youths well, finding themselves are, in the music world. Are they gonna play music that's in real world, or are they gonna play Final Fantasy music that the development teams gonna have to make up? Because then I want it to all be butt rock. The the real world music is DLC. All right. Okay. I like where you're going with this, man. I'm uh, liking this. This, between, this could be a system seller. Between songs, they do like the magic shit to switch instruments instead of switching weapons, like how they switch weapons. It's just, it just seems perfect. I mean, I, I think you're onto something with this one. I, I think, <laughs> I think we got a real winner here. And I think, I think, you know, Harmonics probably wants to bring Rock Band back. We're getting a, a slew of games that shouldn't have single-player stories, having engaging single-player stories like the basketball and football games. So let's let's do it. Let's do rock band with a good rags to riches story uh, from a prince who is excommunicated because his music sucks, so he needs to go on tour and get better. Okay, do you you think that Harmonix wants to bring back rock band? I think Harmonics would love if Rock Band was as successful as Rock Band 1 and 2 were. I think you're wrong because Harmonics is making a card game with Hasbro. That actually sounds pretty cool. Have you heard about that? It's a it's it's a mu- yeah, it's a music card it's game. Like a I music saw it. mixing card game. Uh the problem with this is is that you have to buy physical cards. So uh, that's where things get dicey. Like, if this was you buy the cards on your phone and, like, you know, you go and play with people and, like, you can mix things. All right. But this game they call Drop Mix, which is actually out this month, um, I, I don't know about. Um, and a lot of the music that they have is, like, eh. 
So eh. it's like a mashup of Magic the Gathering and Rock Band. Uh, okay. Oh, whoa, easy, <laughs> easy. I I wouldn't go that far. Do you do you want to hear the uh the the songs that are in the first packs? Sure. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna list a few. So, some of your favorites right here, like All About the Bass. Yep, with, I love uh, that song. Yeah, Ma- Megan Trainer. Megan Pokemon uh, Trainer. Uh, perfect. That's a unique uh, joke. You have uh, Skrillex, Bangarang. Uh, okay, great. Uh, you have Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. I don't know that one. Uh, you have Bust a Move by Young MC, <laughs> so that that's going old school. <laughs> okay. Uh, let let's go let let's go a little bit uh more rock here. We have Fallout Boy with Centuries. My favorite Fallout Boy song. Uh, we have Ed Sheeran. Uh, sing. Don't know it. Yeah, I don't even like Ed Sheeran, so these fuck are all that. terrible. Uh, we'll we'll go way back with Earth, Wind, and Fire. They have September. Okay. Uh, you have uh, Bruno Mars, Twenty Four K Magic. That's uh, a song of his I've never heard of. Really? Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I and you you've you've probably heard it. it's been on the radio like a crap ton. Uh, they have Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover. Nice. Uh, heart Heartbeat. Okay. Um, this is a crazy range. Uh, call me maybe. Great. Uh, Good. God, what else? There's a oh god, there's a Ricky Martin song on here. Is uh never gonna give you up on there too? No, I wish, but they have it's tricky by Run DMC. (laughs) Uh, they also have a Sean Paul song, Temperature. So yeah, they they've hit like every possible fucking genre that there is. Uh, so th- this is actually kind of expensive. Uh, $99 for the board. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. For the board and 60 cards. Additional 16 and 5 card backs will be released for $14.99 and $4.99 respectively. With new cards released throughout 2017, there will be more than 300 cards available this year. So, I will yeah, not- I don't I don't know about that whole rock band thing. All right, all right. Maybe you've got me there. <laughs> but once Drop Mix fails because nobody wants to pay that much money, they're hopping on the Final <laughs> Fantasy bandwagon. They're gonna call up Squeenix and be like, "Hey, I heard you like boy bands." Squeenix is getting ballsy, man. You never know; they might do it. It's true. It's true. All right. Do you have any more fun gaming mashups? No. I, you know what? After that one, I I think I'm tapped, man. I think you got me. <laughs> okay. All right. That was that last one was too good. I have one more I'd like to bring up. Oh and, shoot! Uh, I think so. Way way back, way way back in the before times when Destiny's first beta came out, uh, there was one line that stuck with me, and it was something along the lines of like, oh, "It's a wizard from the moon." Which, if the whole game had that type of tone, I'd probably love it a lot more. So I think we need to mash up Destiny and Borderlands. They're they're already Destiny the, Lands. already the right, right. genre. You just got to get the zaniness of Borderlands into space and not into pre-sequel space. Into Actually, you know, I would just take Borderlands, but with all, like, the the Destiny things. Like, it's more persistent. There's not exactly like that. Because when you think about it, they're actually pretty close. Like, yeah. the, the, only, the only difference is, is that Borderlands has an ending and you just replay it. Destiny is more... Um, I, I guess it, it it it's it's more you know massively multiplayer focused. Uh, but besides that, in uh PvP, I, a lot of that skeletal design is is largely the same. And to be honest, I I like the the comedy stuff from Borderlands way than I 
way more than I like the seriousness of Destiny. Yes. I only played a little bit of Destiny, but I mean, I did like doing the strikes and stuff, fighting those big bosses with four other people and shit. That stuff was cool. Um, but I, I, I who, who, I. We don't have that much time to play games. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish we did. I'd love to just sit down and play a game like that, but I, I don't. I do not. Right. It's sad. Uh, but yeah, no, that that's a good one, man. And, and uh, like it, it brings up that uh, a good point. I think Borderlands could come back if they tried. I I think that is a thing that maybe they should look into bringing Borderlands back as like a destiny sort of thing. I'd like that. I'd like to see that. I think that was always the dream from, from Borderlands one was that the sequels would end up being almost an MMO and then it kind of never happened. And then their humor got really tiresome and it all kind of petered out. I still miss Claptrap. <laughs> oh, I was so sad when he, uh, he had his birthday party and no one came and he bought all that pizza. Like I would eat that pizza Claptrap. Yeah, man, I totally eat it with him. Claptrap's the shit. All right, so uh, we we got through that. We got uh, we got something else to talk about here, uh, and th- this one, um, uh, it's it's kind of a, a soft subject for me because like there there are a lot of things that I I could talk about here, but uh, basically it's if you could save one doomed project, what would it be? Uh, now this is because the Meverse is calling the quits. It's going away. <laughs> Go on. And uh, I read an article that engineers are trying to save it. So that means they're trying to preserve all those crazy, like, fucking little Meverse messages that you could put up, like Splatoon, but when they were in the Meverse. Right. So pe- people are trying to preserve that, which I, I think is cool because... Um, You've seen some of the stuff that people have drawn on there, right? There's some amazing drawings on the Meverse. There's also some right. hilarious comments. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, maybe there is some salt to that. Uh, but the I overall, the Meverse was just a badly implemented thing on a shitty system. It was a beautiful mess, though. It was. I mean, I, I have a Wii U... And I'm happy to say I owned one for, like, almost its entire lifetime. So, you know, it sucks. I'm sad that, you know, this thing is slowly going away. But I got my new pretty Switch, and it everyone loves them. So I have people to play with now, and we could play all kinds of fun games whenever we want. So, eh, I'll live. So how much do you know about the Wii U emulation scene? Because I know... The dolphin scene for the Wii is like literally insane with their their desire to preserve how the the Wii works. Is, is the Wii U taking I, off in the same way? Yeah, there was a oh God, what was it? A post um right before no, right after Legend of Zelda came out that people had um the new one working uh, on the PC to like 4K. Oh wow! That's so crazy. yeah, I mean, you know, there there's something to be said there that people are um, working towards that stuff. But the horsepower is there. Like you know, the Wii and even the Wii U aren't very heavily demanding systems. Right. And a lot of this stuff are based on you know graphics cards that have been implemented in excuse me, in computers once or twice, or architectures at least that are based on that stuff. Um, 
which I think makes it so that a lot of these uh, these newer systems, uh, when they're emulated, uh, are are a lot easier to work with than older stuff where, you know, it was special chips, special chipsets, trying to emulate that stuff. And it just, it, a lot of that stuff doesn't work. Like, I remember for the longest time, if you wanted to play a Super FX game or a Super FX chip on an emulator, it just it didn't fucking work. Right. You didn't give up. And even nowadays, um, emulating N64 is still incredibly difficult. Yes, it's uh, near impossible. Yeah, and a lot of the times you do it with just... Just brute, brute force. Yeah, just brute force and, like, horsepower out the ass to, to get it to work, which is crazy that something that is, what, th- almost 30 years old takes that much to, to get going? Uh, right. 20 years old, rather, not 30. Right. But, I mean, that's, that 20 years is, is a long fucking time for technology not to catch up and uh, be able to, I guess, emulate it on something that's not really powerful. You know, I I'd be surprised if I couldn't run an N64 game on my computer nowadays, but that, <laughs> Sometimes. people are saying that's the case, you know? Um so yeah, the the, the that whole thing is is what I I think uh it, uh it, it, I I think it's interesting. But yeah, anyway, let, let's go back to uh well, some, Doom some, projects. Some uh some people who do emulation are 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 really crazy with uh just just their dedication to the archival process like have you heard of that legend of zelda game that took satellite like it took oh, input from satellite like signals to to change the game and people emulated that just recently maybe a couple months ago and it's I, it's I, crazy I, and awesome <laughs> well i i know that they had the wait they they were putting the game together through satellite there was, signals? There was, I believe it was a cartridge that would receive signals oh, yeah, from yeah, a satellite okay. to like randomize your game a little bit or like certain levels would download and unlock as a result of the satellite input, almost like pre-internet like patches. Yeah, so there was something on the... Um, sorry, my brain's breaking. There was something on the Super Nintendo called the Satellaview. Have you... Yes, You've heard of it? That's it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there is a, a list of games that came out, uh, and uh, also Sega did the same thing through cable. It's called the Sega Channel, um, and th- th- I think this is only uh, on the Super Famicom. I don't think this ever released in the states. Right. But yeah, one of them was Legend of Zelda. Let me see if I can find the game real quick. Um. It's probably called something else, so I'm probably not going to be able probably to look crazy. it up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, there there was a, a lot of cool things that came out of this. And there was a fair amount of crap too. There were pro- I think probably close to a hundred games that came out, or hundred titles. I'm not going to say a hundred games because uh, probably not all of them are full titles. But lo and behold, I did find the title. It is Legend of Zelda: Triforce of the Gods. That huh. was the name of the game, released uh, March 1997. Where does that fit into the timeline? yeah so so i believe that was recently emulated as well just just that's how dedicated these people get that see that's really cool because this is something that would probably be lost through time otherwise like you know back then um the companies didn't have an idea that you know this was something past a way of making money so they they never thought about fucking preserving this stuff or whatever or ways of doing this and like uh, i mean you'll f- uh, f- 
find out about games that, you know, they're low cart runs, there's barely any of them around and stuff. And that's really sad if, you know, God forbid one of them breaks and, you know, there's no way for us to even uh, replicate it anymore because originals are gone. It's going to suck, like, when things deteriorate and original cartridges are gone, but at least there are still ways to to uh, have that information preserved because to lose it forever would just be a tragedy. Right. All right, Please. so, um, yeah, I, I know that was a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but, so, uh, let, let's let's talk about Doomed Projects because uh, there, there are plenty of them. Do you do you have anything off the top of your head that you would like to save that you think maybe deserved a second chance? There's a fan game called Streets of Rage Remake and it was amazing. It was um I believe it was based on the Streets of Rage 3 engine and it was it was just an amazing like conglomeration and remix and remake of all three Streets of Rage games from the Sega Genesis. Great game. It had like unlockable cheats that you could earn. It had unlockable characters you could earn, uh, good replay value from branching paths. It was everything like a modern beat-em-up should be, and it was a fan game, so it got shut down right after it released. So a lot of potential there, and uh, just it would it would be great to see it come back. I love Streets of Rage. Oh, absolutely! Streets of Rage was an awesome game. I'm really surprised that's not a game that hasn't you know made its way onto Steam as like a uh, HD remake or anything. Yeah, no remake, but it was it was included in the Sega Classics stuff. So does does Sega still own? I'm actually curious now about who still owns that. It probably is Sega. Probably, let's let's yeah, see while yeah. we're here. Uh, but man, it had skate, yeah. it had Max. You could like jump on people's heads and punch them with your box boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. It was a simpler mm-hmm. time. It, that it was. We we don't have a lot of fun stuff like that anymore. All right, so uh, Sega AM7, uh, which is now Sega WoW, I believe. Sega WoW. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they... Uh, oh, no, it went defunct uh, 13 years ago. So, yes, the <laughs> owner, the larger owner is Sega. So Sega still does own the property for that. But, okay. yeah, um, the developed... Development for anything that would go into that would have to be an entirely new team now. But it's cool to know that a company still owns that, and maybe it would come back sooner or later. Hopefully someday. Uh, hey, Windjammers came back, so anything's possible. Oh, man, that that is fucking bizarre. So <laughs> bizarre. All right. Um, I guess it's my turn, huh? Yes. What have you got? This is an easy one for me. It's uh, Super Monday Night Combat. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, that game bummed me the fuck out when it uh when it went the way of the dodo cuz um it was a really cool early uh MOBA. All right, so basically this game was like um Battleborn uh but it was in the the shape of a game show. So you had, you know, the uh the creeps coming from each side. You had to take down the other person's base, but it was uh like um oh god, uh what the hell is that fucking arcade game uh man that it's it's the, all these it's like the running man it's like kind of like smash the running tv man. yes like smash <laughs> tv that is the game i'm thinking of uh yeah so uh it was it was like that you know uh you you it, it was a, i think a 3v3 or 4v4 sort of game you uh you know the the creeps went down lanes and stuff you killed the creeps to get money you upgraded everything there were bonuses and uh stuff that popped up in the map uh, it was such a cool idea, and it looked like the devs had really had something, especially when it was in early, uh, 
I guess what they would now call early access. Right. Um, but the problem was this was before like early access was actually a thing. It was just in an open beta. Or might have been closed beta. Um, what did happen though is they accidentally released the game into the wild in a uh, update into open beta, and that is when everything took a shit. They lost all like um, uh, uh, fan trust, and uh, the game never recovered, and they shut it down. And that is one game. If I could, if I could go back. And be like, you know, here's here's more money. Here's here's whatever you need to make this game work. Do it. That <laughs> is, that is the one I would do. It was I was so fucking bummed when that game uh, went under, especially because uh, we went to PAX that year and we got all the cool skins for them and stuff. I have a statue sitting in my room of one of the characters from the game. And it's kind of silly now because no one knows who that character is. He kind of just looks like a fat spaceman with the laser. Fat Spaceman is my favorite character. <laughs> I've always loved Fat Spaceman, but uh, yeah, did you ever get to play that game? That was a, that was a great game. I played it a few times, um, but it was it was kind of in my League of Legends phase, so I kind of just devoted all my time to League of Legends. But I stopped playing League of Legends for that game. That's how good I thought it was. It was a great game. Um, mm. the 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 thing about it was it was kind of before like a hundred percent MOBA saturation. Oh uh, yeah, like this. I, this was before. Dota or right uh, not not before the original Dota, but before Dota Two really took off, and uh, I think it was like in Heroes of the Nerworth time. So it was just League, <laughs> Heroes of Nerworth, and a couple other like weird little games that were trying to make their their place, and this this was one of them, and this was one that was incredibly different because things like Battleborn, things like Overwatch, things like that weren't out yet to take that you know space up. So. Uh, it it just sucks that they didn't quite hit the mark that they wanted. Right, kind of kind of like so close, so yeah, yeah. You know the the game had a lot of character too. It was funny. It was really really funny from what I remember. Uh, and yeah, you know it is what it is. I have videos of uh me playing the game that I like look at every once in a while because I I really do miss <laughs> the game. And uh, apparently, the they still have like a server up that a few people like play on every now and again, but huh. it, it's they don't update the game. They don't even acknowledge the game exists anymore. I don't. I think I for, I forget the I think the name of the company was Uber Entertainment. Let's see if they're still a thing, right? Okay. Okay. Because we have they were relatively small. I know they started with uh, Monday Night Combat, which was kind of in the the TF2 genre, and that was relatively successful. Um, if I remember correctly, oh yeah, correctly. They, they they have nothing going on anymore. Yeah, uh, uh, Monday Night Combat was on the PS3 and Xbox 360, and maybe Steam. Uh, and yeah, they uh now they don't even list those games on there as stuff they've done. They oh, have wow. a game called Wayward Sky that's on here. And Planetary Annihilation. Oh, Planetary and, Annihilation was supposed to be pretty good. Was it? Uh, I haven't played it, but I've heard good things. Well, you know what? I didn't buy it because I was mad at them. <laughs> That's fair. Fucking jerks breaking my game. So, yeah, that that was one that it, it was deep cut and it hurt real bad. Ah, so, you got another one for me, Glenn? Dean, have you heard of your friend and mine, Sweary? <laughs> his eyes got real big no uh sweary the developer of deadly premonition uh oh well, real, I, real crazy game, yeah. man um started a game 
which was supposed to be episodic for the Connect, called D4. I believe it's Dark Dreams Don't Die. And it is the weirdest, craziest masterpiece of nonsense ever released for an Xbox system. And uh, Wait, dude, this had really high reviews. It uh, uh, people loved it, but I guess nobody bought it because it was for the Kinect. So it was all like motion controls, like reaching out to oh, grab your glass. Okay, all right. Um, but it was it was completely crazy. I th- I think you like had a live-in girlfriend that was a cat. Um, like a cat okay. thought she was a cat. Um, it was just, it was absolutely insane, but it was kind of like an adventure puzzle game where you would like be in a situation and you'd use the connect to like touch things to try to make things like, you know, rub one object against another object to try to make plot happen, um, in classic adventure game fashion. But it was just so weird and hilarious and unique that, that man, it's a shame that that game didn't continue. You If if maybe this was just on the uh, on Steam and you know they released it for VR, it might have been better. But doing things on the Connect, right? Uh, and, and that's it. And it's not like the Connect stuff is what ruined the game. It's the the crazy writing and and storytelling that made the game great. So yeah, yeah. Well, that that that's the thing. You know, a, a lot of uh, Connect wore out its welcome. For, for motion control stuff during the 360. And when they tried to do it again on the Xbox One, even when they included it with the system, it's not something that people want. or they It's not something that they want to use it for motion control gaming anymore. You know, if, if you're going to do that, there's other better ways of doing that. Ob- obviously, they're much more expensive, but I mean, even PlayStation has, uh, you know, controller motions, uh that work with their PlayStation VR. They don't right. have just your hands waving everywhere, which, look, it was a bold attempt, Microsoft, but give it up. <laughs> Games like this are dying now, and we can't let that happen because this looks ridiculous, and I wish I had an Xbox One to play this. This did come out on uh, Steam, and they actually implemented mouse that. controls. Oh, shit. So, yeah, like, I-, I might go and try this. It it I've I've watched enough video of it. It looks amazing and hilarious. And are are you are you feeling what I'm feeling, Glenn? I'm feeling a little let's play. I'm feeling a let's. I'm feeling not only a let's play. I'm feeling that this could be our possible Halloween let's play. I don't know if this game is scary. I, look, it says D four and it's dark dreams don't die. That sounds that sounds scary, Bright man. Bright and cheery. Does it? <laughs> Well, all right. I mean, uh, at the very least, I, I think we could. Uh, I think we could play this. I think on, that sounds uh, great. Year. Yeah, I think this is this is a cool game. Uh, all right, so that that is that is fucking awesome. I'm sad that this died. I'm. I'm. Hopefully, maybe it makes a resurgence or something. Well, we'll make that happen, Glenn. He's working on uh, that new game. I, I believe he was quoted as saying it's a, a video game about being in debt and living your life, and also people turn into cats at night. What? Why? What's with him and the cats? This man is insane. Yeah, <laughs> he's, you, he's you know, a beautiful he soul. Like, uh, uh, what the hell is the guy? The guy who? Do you ever play Odama? No. Okay. Um. So there's this game on the GameCube. This is not something that I want to bring back because there's enough weird games out there. But uh, it was a game on the GameCube where, uh, you basically, oh god, um, it's from the guy who made a uh, Seaman just oh okay out there that's uh, you, context uh, 
Yutaka Saito. Okay. Uh, so this, uh, I'm just going to read the, the Wikipedia article because it's easier. Uh, I'm, I'll read the first sentence. I think this that's in our first two sentences. Odama blends tactical wargaming with pinball gameplay. The game <laughs> takes place. Hang on. Hang on. The game takes place in a feudal Japan setting. And go. Every game takes place in a feudal Japan setting. God okay. damn it. Wait, right, so, uh, wait. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, let, let me read the first paragraph. Okay. We're, we're already here. Uh, the main character is a young general named Yama Nuchi uh, Kagatora, yep. who is intent on avenging his father's death by reviving the most ingenious weapon ever to hit the medieval battlefield, the Odama. The Odama is a giant ball powerful enough to destroy whatever it strikes friend, friend or foe. Using giant flippers, players aim the Odama to bowl over enemies, shatter their defenses, and wreak havoc on the battlefield with the Nintendo GameCube microphone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you heard that. The Nintendo GameCube microphone. Players direct the sol- their soldiers out of the Odama's way and into the fray by charging uh, the enemy, defending positions, and seizing the enemy gates. Do you have to use the microphone for the flippers too? Like left, 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 right. I I don't think so. I think it's just to command your troops, and you control the flippers with the uh, the controller. So yeah, the uh, the Odama's getting smashed around and stuff. The the pinball uh, with the flippers, and you have to scream at your troops to move them out of the way so they don't get hit by the fucking pinball. That's amazing. I also love how the 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 summary just. 100% didn't use the word pinball. <laughs> it fought with all its might to not call it oh, a pinball. Oh, yeah, it, it really tried not to. And uh, just so you know, this game is not great. Um, it's just a game. Uh, it pretty much averaged around 6 or 7 uh, .0 stars, whatever. Yeah, you, you know, so. there. Uh, apparently, the Detroit Free Press gave it a highest rating of 3 stars out of 4. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's a new that's a new low maybe for things that shouldn't be mashed together. <laughs> Real time yeah, strategy. Yeah, and so, yeah, that that's something, right? So I I do like that they're they're at least in my weird corner of the video gaming world, there seems to be a, a resurgence or a, a, an emergence of just unique Japanese developers because now that Hideo Kojima is kind of He's being a little quiet for now because all of MIA, his stuff with, yeah. with uh, Konami happened. Um, there's like a, a void. And I think Yoko Taro from Dragon Garden Nier is doing his part to fill that void. Uh, Swery is in the background being famously crazy. Uh, it's It's good to see crazy people getting recognized for producing fun, crazy things. You know, they're... It's I I completely agree with you. There need to be people who take chances in this world, uh, and we need people like this to take those chances. Not everything can be a safe bet. Things are going to end up like Odama, where they're just too fucking weird to exist. But there's going to be a lot of other great things that come out of it, like Nero uh, Automata. That's a great fucking game. It's weird as shit, yeah, but it's great. Uh, you know, uh, things like I mean, who the th- who the fuck thought of uh 
uh, Persona when it first came out, the original one. Who the fuck thought of giving school kids in school demons and splitting the time in between a simulation game of being a high school uh, teenager and then an RPG of dungeon crawling, like, I wouldn't have fucking thought of that. That's just fucking weird. I, you know what? I like swords and shields and <laughs> fucking beating the shit out of each other. Like I, I'd, people like there, there are there are special people out there with minds gifted to them that come up with this stuff. And you know we can call them weird and crazy, but it's all in the best way possible because yes. without them, we wouldn't have some of the best stuff out there. So. Congrats to all the crazy people out there. You guys uh, you guys have a special place in our hearts for yes. making awesome, awesome games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have anything else that you want to uh, talk about as far as uh, saving things? No, I'm tapped. That's, that's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, something funny that I uh, would want to see again would be the, uh, oh, God, what was it? The Aura Interactor. What the hell is that? So that was a force feedback uh, a backpack that you wore on your uh, back during uh, the Sega Genesis days. <laughs> now, basically, it was a, it was a, it was a giant subwoofer that you strapped to your back, and it just played whatever sound effects were coming out of uh, the television, and it would make you shake. But on the box, it was like, "Feel the punches, feel the kicks, feel the explosions." in like 90s writing all over it and stuff. So uh, what I would think would be cool is seeing something like that, but maybe, you know, actual like force feedback on a, like a, you know, legitimate vest. Um, So, you know, like if, if you're getting shot somewhere, like you could feel the vibration where it's hitting you or whatever, obviously not like to the point of pain, but like, you know, maybe a ping or a ding or something. So like, yeah, I, I don't know. You feel it, especially like in VR or something. I think that would be really cool. Didn't they have a a, a trance suit for the new Res game that they were bringing around? Get the I, fuck out I of here! Think really? I remember. I don't think it was commercially available, but I think when they were demoing the VR version of Res, they were bringing around a uh, a suit that you could put on. How much acid did I need to take before like I got into said suit? Uh, one acid. W- one acid. <laughs> I don't know quantities of acid, Dean. I'm sorry. That's that's fair. I think they come in tabs. Not that I would know. <laughs> I think. Um, but but that yeah. I mean that that'd be awesome. I can't believe there was something that far back. Like, I also can't believe they told you to wear it as a backpack. Like, put it on your chair. Like, make it a chair accessory or something. That's kind let of let me insane. see if. Yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Actually, inter- yeah. Uh, what's what's it called in movie theaters? D box when they like throw your chair around and that's a thing. Yeah, it's it's Ooh. um limited movie theaters that like I think they like have crazy bass in your chair and I think they shake it around like with the movie. Um, that'd be really cool for video games. That's kind of cool. I think it's called D box. Look it up later. Okay, so I'm gonna send you the uh the whole thing because this was part of a um uh a whole well it's called it, it's part of it's the first um uh, uh what would you call it like uh try at making a haptic suit okay uh 
so I, I I'm just gonna send you the the article that it came from. Oh God. And you know you can you can see for yourself what people are doing. This this was in like '94 I think or '97, and then everything else came way after this. So you could like Sega always really tried to do something like crazy. Um, wow. So I, I I I give them credit. Yeah. That's the, amazing. It, everyone should look up subwoofer thing. Everyone should look up the Aura Interactor. Yeah, it's it's a real piece of shit. Uh, there was also something else that you could use with this that it's it's leaving my head right now. I know they had the menacer, and that's that's not what I'm thinking of. That was the gun, um, right? Yeah, uh, VR octagon. Oh, God, what was it? Uh, uh, activator. Okay, this is the other thing that's really bad. People should also look up the activator if you want to laugh. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you right now, this sucker, because I already got it up. Boom. There you go. So basically the way the activator worked was uh, there was this big-ass octagon that you stepped in the middle of. Oh, my God. And you you would put a body part over the border of the octagon that would register a button. What? Yeah, guess how well this thing worked. Uh, Not at all. Very true. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, sold for $80. Holy crap. Actually, that seems now, pretty cheap for a, a full body motion controller. Well, that that's your that's with the intention of it working. <laughs> Fair. People just got a piece of plastic. Uh so basically, um you could use this and the interactor at the same time and it was like it was full VR, man. Full full fucking VR. Uh it wasn't it was the opposite of VR. It was it was the worst thing ever. Uh, also, I would like you to know, Glenn. Guess what was one of the activated games for uh, this this little thing? Uh, a Virtual Fighter. Uh, no, Streets of Rage three. Oh shit! Yep. That yep. sounds terrible. <laughs> it 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 probably was. I don't doubt that that was probably the worst thing ever. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I would I would want to see. An activator and interactor thing come back. I, I mean, I wouldn't. It's just fucking bad. But I, I think it would be funny to see something like this again. I mean, they, they are doing things like this now where, uh, you know, they have those big octagon things with the treadmill in the middle. And, like, you can run in place. Right. And it'll pick up your footsteps and it'll be like you moving, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, it, probably not at all, like, in any way affordable, but still a neat thing to think about. That- so, yeah, you know. That makes me think about the uh, the Wii Vitality Sensor, which is another failed project. But um, as as crazy as that sounds, like now we're in this world where so much of our video game enjoyment is streaming, and I've seen a lot of people, um, especially people that do horror games and people that do speed runs, put like a little pulse tracker at the bottom of their stream. So that when they're on like world record pace, you can see their heart rate at like 180. Because they're like. <laughs> Oh, I saw that on, um, uh, it was the guy who got the original uh, Mario Brothers, re- Super Mario Brothers record. Okay. Uh, he did that. That was really, really cool because, like, you're seeing him towards the end just as, as things skyrockets. And, yeah. Uh, that, that, was, that was really neat to see. Yeah, everyone made fun of Nintendo, but I, I think they knew something. 
they had the right idea. It was just um, I don't think technology was along far enough for for that to to be a thing. They did a lot of stuff during the Wii that was like really weird. Um, but they 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 had all the money in the world at that point, so they were trying yeah. fucking everything to when, see what sticks. When you have fuck off money, you do fuck off projects. Yep. Yep, and that, and I mean, people were uh, like developers were begging to get on the. There was all sorts of shovelware on that system that right. no one would ever want to buy. I would hate to see someone with an an entire collection of Wii games because man, is that going to look like hot garbage? <laughs> you'll see, uh, you'll see the eBay lots like selling one thousand Wii games, complete collection of Wii games, uh, and all oh, seventeen fucking... carnival games. Imagine babies, imagine <laughs> supermodels, imagine fucking supermarket, f- f- the worst. The fucking worst. And that, that spread onto the DS, too. There was a lot of garbage on yeah. there uh, early on. Ugh. Oh, I want to throw up, man. Now it's all oh, on that phones. that was so bad. Yeah, let's leave it there. Yeah. Let's leave it there to fucking die. Ugh. All right, I think that does it. We we hit about the uh, hour mark. Glenn, yes. was there anything you wanted to mention? Uh, fuck Puzzle and Dragons. You you want to tell people what happened? Lots of things happen, but mostly uh, monsters that will bring you to 1% health, and there's nothing you can do about it, and then you kill them, and then the next monster does a preemptive strike. Fuck Puzzle and Dragons. Dude, you, look, we got to get good now, man. We got to get good. We're going to get good. Don't worry. I don't have enough dollars to get good. Uh, you, you don't need dollars. Uh, you're, you're actually pretty good without the dollars, so, I mean, I think I think you'll be all right. But, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Remember to check back in soon for another episode. Glenn's wedding is coming up, so I don't know when we're going to record uh, next. <laughs> it will probably be sometime within the next month. I can guarantee that probably a lot sooner. But, uh, you know, we, we got to get through a lot of things. There's a wedding. There's, you know, a hurricane going on. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to take it easy to everyone in Florida and Texas uh the you know the bahamas and stuff stay safe stay frosty stay vestly uh and uh yeah uh, if you like what we're doing this is more to everyone now if you like what we're doing remember to uh give uh, uh like comment, remember to subscribe, subscribe. review yeah Thank you. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, shoot us a review. If you want to talk to us, remember to shoot us an email at mail at That's mail at G-E-E-K-A-D-E.com. Uh, for anything else, you can shoot us uh, you know, a message on social media. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade. Or you can uh, check us out on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, where you can just type in Geekade and we'll come right up. We're everywhere. Uh, we are everywhere. Till next time, guys. Stay Vesley, keep playing games, and we'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.